Good morning, Rabbi Today's year is sponsored by Mark Ashkenazi in honor of all the children doing the daf Ashrechem. Even my son joined this one. My 11 year old Yoel, who's up there, Bezer Hashem, the boys who start and finish Mesech Sukkah are going to go on a big trip headed by Nachman Seltzer. I didn't speak to him yet, but I just made him in charge. Rabbi Isai, um, there's a bunch of new guys, and we, I didn't realize they don't know they don't know what's flying in some of these things. We, we do these emails. Why do we do emails? Because it gives a chance for people from out of the country, from out of the city, to send in, and we get to know people through the emails. So that takes a few minutes. If you don't like emails, that's great. Just skip five minutes ahead, and the share will begin there. Yesterday, yesterday, and the last, all right, 10 minutes. The, we upgraded our equipment and doing so, unfortunately, we had a lot of difficulty with the sound. We had a little bit of difficulty with the video, but our computer crashed, a lot, a lot of issues. And you know what it is, it's the Eight Sahari. So, so many new people joining. We didn't have these issues in the middle of Yuma. Are we better now? How's the sound? What are you saying? Gershon, we're good? All right, we're working on it. We brought in a, a professional yesterday and Be'ezer Hashem, things will be better. Uh, we're also upgrading our camera. We bought these expensive cameras, $1,000 each, but we're going way, way better than that. Be'ezer Hashem, it's all gonna be good. Stick with us. This email is from Mendy Werdiger. I sing last week at the Goodesium of Yuma. We had Baruch Hashem over 200,000 views. I've been learning Daf Yoyimi since my days in Yeshiva. I started Erevin in 1975. Yes, the other day we had Yogi here. We did four, this is like six cycles worth of Daf Yoyimi. I joined Yeshiva about two weeks ago and I absolutely love it. You give new meaning to, listen to this. V'chai bohem, yomuz bohem. You hear that? What a love Chabura. I would love to come and sing at the next Siyum on Masech Tesukim Hashem Yerushalayim right before Rosh Hashanah. Love to have you. And your brother. Bring your brother also. Okay, solo. I know. It's great. Him by himself. But imagine if we had both of them. I also plugged this year at the Siyum in my Shtibel in Staten Island, New York. Yashur Koyach. Avada. Nachman, you want to get up here and sing a song for her? Listen to this. He plugged the shir at the shtibel when he had a chance to plug it with 200,000 views. But okay, we'll take that also. <laughs> By Yisrael Wettenstein, I started joining your daily shir now from sukkah on Torah anytime. I'm learning new sukkah with a different program, Avas Torah. I'm able to understand by listening while sitting and traveling on the BQE, the way to work, us New Yorkers will understand. If I may point out that during the shir, there's many dropouts with the sound. We got, I can't tell you how many different complaints about the sound. I'm sure it'll be improved, it'll improve and it's only a short-term issue. Thanks a million, we should be able to continue learning the Davin Yerushalayim with Mashiach still before Tisha B'Av, your new Talmud, it's really Wednesday in Brooklyn. By Ira Tenenbaum, last but not least. I've not looked at a Gemara in 40 years. 40 years, boys. Uh, I started to listen to Yashir in November. That's a long time ago, what is that? Eight, nine months ago? 
shortly after my mother was nifter, and I had not missed a single daf since. That's unbelievable. Eight, nine months straight. I start work every morning at 3 a.m. and afterwards head straight to the gym where I listen to your daf while on the elliptical. I find you sure keep my attention as well as inspire me to devote more time to Torah learning. This new learning regimen has improved my life in countless ways. Thank you, Antiskel of Mitzvahs, Ira Tenenbaum. Psh, stuff. Okay, the boy side today is Dafe. Also, we're learning the Rufuas. There's a girl who's having a brain surgery right now. She's only three years old. Esther Miriam Bas Rifka Baylor, right now, as we speak. Unbelievable. She should have a Rufu Shlema. Oh, and another very important thing I have to mention that my Shver, who's a big, big Balchesen Balzdaka, he has a campaign going on for all his charity um, organizations, and he has many. And they're raffling off a private island for 10 days with airfare, with a private kosher chef. It's worth like $50,000, $60,000, which is sponsored by him individually, so the money doesn't go towards that. And you could buy a ticket if you want to give a course of to my wife. Theislandraffle.com. And if you put in DAF, DAF, you will get a 10% discount. He complained to me that nobody... He said he saw that people from the DAF wrote in that's from the DAF, but they never they didn't take the uh, discount. He wants them to take the discount. Okay, so here we are. Six lines from the bottom of Dalit Omud Beis. If a sukkah is not ten tfachim tall, it's possible. Minala, where do we know this? Where do we know that mechitzas in general have to be ten tfachim? And this is a sukkah from Mesach Shabbos. This is a sukkah for... For every Erevan, Sukkah, Itmar, Rav, Vereb Chanino, Vereb Yoichano, Vereb Chaviva, Masa. So we have four, four names here. Rav, Vereb Chanino, Vereb Yoichano, Vereb Chaviva. Bekula Seder Moed, we're in Seder Moed now in Sukkah. So Shabbos also we had this exact Lashen. Anytime we have all these four or these two, instead of it being Rav or Chanino or Yoichanon, it's Rav or Chanino or Yoichanon. So how do I know? So we had this model here in the Beis Medrash for months, three, four months. And we just returned all the models because we we're done with Yuma. I woke up yesterday, said, wait a minute, we need the Aaron. Call up the guy. No problem, I'll send in a taxi. It's 200 shekel. It's okay, plus rental. Send it. And I forgot about it. But then the doorbell rang like at 12 something in the morning. <laughs> Who's ringing the bell? I go to the Mishloach. <laughs> okay, so here it is. It was worth it, worth every penny. This is the Aaron. It's starting to fall apart a little bit. Okay. This piece right over here is the kapyrus. It's the, the cover that goes on top of the aron. Inside the aron are the luchos. By the way, how much does this weigh in real life? Not this piece right over here. Oh, very good. But how much should it weigh? It's one and a half ama by two and a half ama. An ama is two feet. So it's three by five. Yeah, something like that. Okay. How much does it weigh? According to some, this weighs eight tons. 
Eight tons. I'll, I'll go through the cheshman here. We can go through the cheshman. This piece, by the way, right over here. This is a tefach thick. Say it's a tefach. Tefach is, let's say, call it 10 centimeters. And it's made out of pure gold. So this piece, just this plank, a slab of gold. How much does it cost in today's gold? Anybody? Take a wild guess. A slab of gold, one and a half by two and a half by 10 centimeters thick. $156 million in today's gold standards, this piece. And the Kruvim, which weigh pretty much the same as this, another $156, $300 million for this in today's gold standards. $58 a gram, whatever, you do the cheshman. Fine. So it says like this. This we know, or we think we know, is nine tefachim from here to here. Plus, you add this. It's another tefach. Total of ten tefachim. Okay, so we have ten. And therefore what? So Tisha, how do we get to nine tefachim? Because it's an amma and a half. I'm and a half tall, and each amma is six tefachim. So you have nine tefachim plus the kapiris. This slab, the hundred fifty-six million dollars slab, is one tefach. I'm going to meet you over there. This is where we're going to meet. I'm going to talk to you above this, above the kapiris, top of the heyom and aleph. Oh, because Baruch Hu never came down, his presence never reached the ground. And Moshe Rabbeinu and Eliyahu Navi, even though they went up, they never went all the way into Shemayim. They went up to Shemayim, but not into it. Only Akash Baruch Hu is in Shemayim. And humans, he gave the humans the, the, the earth, and he doesn't come down here. So the Gemara has a number of questions. did come down to Sinai. So you have to say, He hovered right above. But if we stop right over here, so what's going on? Since, do we continue? Let's stop for here for a second. If ten tefachim is another domain, that's where a domain where Akash Baruch Hu doesn't go below that. So we're in the ten tefachim domain, Akash Baruch Hu is above that. So we know that ten tefachim above the ground starts a new domain. Otherwise Akash Baruch Hu go lower, go into nine tefachim. He doesn't go not lower than ten, because ten is a new domain. So Mela, the mechitza that we make in this world, not only has to be, not only is it a mechitza between two sides, but also between the higher domain and the lower domain. That's how the Gemara understands. Which is, if I told you this, you think whoever wrote this is off his rocker, but it's Rishonim that say this. They say, why is it that we don't do Kiddush Levana at night, on Friday night? Anybody think about it? We never do Kiddush Levana on Friday night. Yontif, why not? Huh? Because they... They asked the Rashba, the Rashba didn't agree with it, but others do. It's because you're going into another domain, you're, going, you're leaving the Tchum. I mean, and the Rashba says, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm making a bracha, I'm talking about Gosh Baruch Hu. I'm not going to the moon. 
But the Maril says, no, that is the reason. He says, that is the reason. Okay. This is a little bit stronger of a question because it says Akushbokhu's feet are gonna stand by Yahu al Harazaisin. Plus Lava, he's gonna stand on Harazaisin. Now over here it's a little bit harder to say Lamal Masar, but nevertheless the Gemara says Lamal Masar Tfakum. The Gemara added one little if you say Akushbarhu went by Yerid Hashem, he came down on our scene. Okay, but this is even stronger. Vamdu, Raglov, he literally stood there. No, also he stood above ten Tfakum. Is it true that Moshe never went into Shemayim Baksiv? Moshe Allah El Ha'aloikim. Lamatam Asara. He went below 10 Tfachim of Shemayim. Baksiv, Vayal El Yo, Basara Shemayim. Lamatam Asara. Baksiv, Me'achas Pnei Kisei. So, Moshe Rabbeinu was concerned. What's going on here? It has to be out? Yeah, I forgot my bad. How's the sound? Tachlis, how's the sound? We're good? good. Better than yesterday? I don't, want to, I don't want to see those emails again. <laughs> I think you should come down and, and start over. Let's go back to the old equipment. Yo, you want to come here? Sit next to your father? It's embarrassing. Huh? Down there, so you're making it harder, and the sound is worse. So what do you gain? Nothing. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu is concerned that the Malachim are going to destroy him. He wants to take the Torah away. So Kishbaru says, "Listen, all you need to do is hold on to my kisei, to my throne." Parshas says an interesting word. Parshas all of What does Parshas mean? Parshas, if you look under the word in your Gemara, Parshas, there's three words. Sheperash, Shakai, Meziv, Shechinasai. It's a Rosh Tevis. The word Parshas is actually a combination of three words. Perash, he spread, Shakai, Meziv, Shechinasai. He gave away from Shechinah, and he covered him. He, he gave him a little a protection, a layer of protection. So how's it possible? You see that, that Moshe Rabbeinu went into Shemaim to get, to get this protection. It says, No, once again it has to be that this all occurred 10 Tfachim below Shemaim. But it says that Moshe Rabbeinu grabbed onto the throne, to Akash Baruch's chair. How did he grab? Akash Baruch's kisei is in Shemaim, not below Shemaim. Says the Gemara, Ishtarbuve, Ishtarve, Vilei Kisei, Adasara, Kishbohu lowered the Kisei all the way to the border. And Memela, he put his hand, his hand was still under 10. The chair was exactly at the end, and that's where he touched the Kisei, and that's how he got the protection. Vinokabe, Ksiv, where? By the way, I forgot to tell you. Uncle Phil gave me one of these paddles that David has, and it says, stop, you missed a word. And it's, it's mucha to you. You're the guy that does that. You're the official one. No, he gave it to you. I have it. No, he gave it to me. I have it. I, I'm going to give it to you as a gift. Everything is in halves. One and a half by two and a half by one and a half. So we know exactly 
how large this box is. It's one and a half this way, two and a half the length, and one and a half the height. I'm not sure that this is accurate because it looks like this is a little bit narrower than, the, okay. But, no, uh, the, you mean the top fits in there, you're right. Okay, good, good point. Hello, kaporis tefach min How we know? How do we know the thickness of the kaporis? That's not mentioned in the Torah. The Torah of Chanino, kol akelim shosam moishin nosno bem Torah midas arka numidas rachman numidas kimosam. Kaporis, a kushbar who gave all the measurements, the height, the width, the length, but the kaporis, which is this, not to be confused with the paroiches, the kaporis is this slat of gold. Midas arka numidas rachman nosno. We don't know how thick it is. Salem, it might be instead of 156 million dollars, it might be a million dollars. Maybe it's a millimeter, I don't know. Salem, Oh, what's the Pachashi Bekalem? Vasisa loi misgeres toifach sover. So we have a misgeres by the Shulchan. This is the shulchan. This is the table. On top of this, you have the loaves of bread. 12 loaves of bread. Interesting shape. We went through it in, in Yuma. So right over here, you have a misgeres. It's an ornate thing over here. And that is the smallest of the kalim. This is one tefach thick. So too, when it comes to the kapoires, it's one tevach thick. Ask the Gemara of Enelif Mekelim Gufayu. Why are you learning from one part of the shulchan? Learn from the whole shulchan, let's say. One and a half amma should be. Maybe this should be one and a half amma thick. A billion dollars worth of gold, whatever it is. Who told? You're going to one piece, the misgeris of a shulchan. Where did you get that from? Says the Gemara, Tafasta Maruba loy tafasta. If you're trying to grab something and you grab too much, you're not going to grab anything. So you saw it in life. Tafasta mu, tafasta. So we go for the, for the lower amount. Now, there's a lot that we could talk about over here. Stam, as you saw this in life. In real estate, I have a neighbor. You know I'm his neighbor as well. I think he made a critical error in real estate. Why? He put his house in the market two months ago. But he's asking an astronomical, astronomical price. So he, he priced himself out of the market. A lot of people come and they see they hear the price, they don't even negotiate. You're not, if you're not in negotiable terms, there's nothing to talk about. Then you lose all these clients. Now, when it comes to Torah also, and that I mentioned the first day of Sukkah. Why? Because a few people came to me and they said they want... They're so behind now, we're learning sukkah, and they're starting sukkah. They want to catch up from the beginning of Daf Yoimi. That's 550 daf. How are you going to catch up 550 daf? It's 20% of the shots. I think it's Atzis Hayetzer, really. It's Atzis Hayetzer. Why? Because the Yetzirah sees you're doing so well. You're doing a daf, it's you're part of Chabur, it's great. He says, you know what? Do another daf. I think you should do two daf a day. Now, if you're established and you're good to go, okay, so you can add a little tire. But right away, to start thinking about, okay, let's also do brachas. That's the fast maruba. Stop in your sight. A lot of times, that's how he gets you. Let's do more. And more, you fall on that more, and then you don't even do the little tafasta muat tafasta. 
I still like my uh, the idea of Shas is a Ferris wheel. You heard that one? Shas is a Ferris wheel. It doesn't matter. We, who said that Shas starts at Brachas? Maybe Shas, Shas starts at Gitin? They said, okay, so it starts in the Shas. It starts at Brachas. And MetLife is at Brachas. Okay, but you could also start in the middle of nowhere. You can start at any Masechta. It's Givaldi. Okay. You can come on the cruise if you do most of the most of Shas. We'll let you if you start Shas now by Sukkah and you finish with us by Nida, we'll let you on the cruise. Or we'll pick you up at different locations, says Hillel. <laughs> very, very good. It's a Ferris wheel. The cruise is a Ferris wheel. We go in a circle. We'll meet you in Italy. We'll take you from Italy to okay, great. Ah. It's Machlaikis. Oh, this also came in the Mishloch yesterday. Tzitz. This is a piece of gold that, in the Rabbanon, it's two finger breadths, like this. That's how wide it is, which is a lot less than a tefach. It's maybe two fingers. We don't even know that, but that, that's the, the shir they gave. This is what the Kongodah wears on his forehead. Goes from side to side, from ear to ear, sort of. And doima came in tashels of like a like a, a piece of gold. Virachav shteitz bais. It's two finger breaths. Umugev ma'ezin la'ezin. The kasev olav beishitin. There are two rows of words. Yud k milamalo. Here it says lashem. This is I don't know where he got this sheet from. This is an interesting one. I'm not going with this one. Yud k milamalo. V'kodesh lamed milamato. It says kodesh lamed. I don't know. He put the lamed up here. Maybe Bedafka wanted to. Let me just show you how Rashi learns the sugya. It's it's very simple stuff. It's just the the kodesh lashem are in two different rows. This is Rashi. The lashem because it's Hashem's name Yudke Vavke is on top. It says kodesh lamed. Hashem on top. That's how Rashi learns it. Toysis learns it differently. This, maybe Misvara, this makes a little bit more sense to us. Kodesh La, like the way we read, just Hashem is higher up. Could you, I don't know if you could see it so well. I don't see it. Can't see? Now you could see a little bit more. Here, let me just show Rashi for a second. Leave it there for a second. Here. Yeah, I figured it'll be hard to see. Okay. Hashem is by himself. Hashem, the name of Hashem is by itself. Now, look for a second in Taisis, top Taisis. I make it easy for you. It's a very short Taisis and it's top. Yudke milamala. Avapish yudke shem gomosh. Einze haige shem What Taisis is trying to say here is why is the Gemara using yudke instead of yudke vavke? Because the, the Gemara understands if you say Yud, Hey, Vav, and I'm not going to say the next one, that's saying Hashem's name. So the Gemara wants to avoid saying Hashem's name. So the Gemara says just the first two letters, Yud, K. But Taisus asks, Yud, K is also Hashem's name. The Gemara didn't gain anything. Yeah, you didn't say the full Shem Hashem, the Yud, K, Vav, K name. But you said Yud, K, Ka Hashem Tzvakos. So, you're not, you're trying to say the full name, the four. And you said two out of the four, that's not Hashem's name. Then he says in other tarots that is the 42 letter. Okay. 
The Chsam Soifer writes to his son-in-law. Who's the Chsam Soifer son-in-law? Rabbi Kivayger. He writes to him, he says, from this Taisvas, this is where we get the Minog, the Shva, uh, to, yeah, you're right. So he writes to, to, to his Shver that, who's the, who's the Chsam Soifer son-in-law? I don't know. He writes this file and he says, he says, what? Oh, very good. He writes to him, he says that from this place as you see, that he's supposed to say like we say, Yud K. He proves from here that you're supposed to say the, the letter Kuf instead of Hey. Because if you say Hey, Yud, and then a Hey, you're saying Hashem's name. So he says, the only reason why you're not saying Hashem's name is because he's trying to say four letters. But if you just said Yud, Yud, Hey, and you're saying a two-letter name of Hashem, that's enough to be over on saying Hashem's name, even if you're spelling it out. Do not spell out Hashem's name, says Hashem's name. The only way to say it, the only way to spell it out is Yud, and use a different letter in the alabase, like a K. Yud, K. So if you ever wonder why people say Yud, K, Vav, K, this place is right here, Sukkot, Daf, Hey, Omer, Aleph. I was in Rome because of all of Kodesh Lashem Bishita Achas. So Rabbi Yossi says, I was in Rome. And it looks like this, Gershon, if you want to zoom in so they can see. It was literally like we write it. It's straight in, straight. Kodesh Lashem. I saw it with my own eyes. How do you see with his own eyes? So we just had a story, but it's Kedai to repeat the story for all those who didn't hear the story. It's a long, long story. It takes a, it's an Amr of Gemara. I'll, I'll try to be Makatsa real quickly. The Gemara says that the Romans made three Xerius, that Klai shouldn't keep Shabbos, Brismila, and Tyrus HaMishpacha. So Rabbi Ruvain, it's a Rubli, he went to the Romans and he dressed up like a Roman. What did he do? He did one of these haircuts. Remember this, Maisa? He had long hair in the back, not, not, nothing in the front. And went to them and he said, it makes zero sense what you're doing to the Jews. If you hate them, make them poor by not working on Shabbos. Don't give them that extra day. Make their bodies weak by giving them the brismila and let them keep tires and mishpach they won't have children. He said, oh, Maridik idea. But then they figured, they realized he's Jewish. So they went back to the Xera and they said, who could undo this? Reb Shim Bayechai, that's Meluvim Menisim. Reb Shim Bayechai said, I don't want to go by myself, I want to go with Reb Lezer, Reb Yoisi. Reb Yoisi, the father said, no way, you're dangerous. Reb Shim Bayechai is one of the most dangerous people on earth. If he looked at you, he'd, he'd destroy you. He promised he's not going to do anything. The promise didn't last very long because they, they, somebody asked the Shaila and Reb Yoisi interjected and he said, the Rebbe Lazar Rebbe said the answer and Rebbe looked at him and he almost died until Stami stepped on his neck by mistake and the thing went, eh, the kids are... The bottom line is, Ben Temalio in the shed shows up and says, I'm here to help you. Rebbe started crying. He says, Hagar the Shifcha, she got Malachim and I get a shade, Ben Temalion. Nevertheless, he used Ben Temalion, they came up with, a, they devised a plan. He's going to jump into the Romans, see the Caesar's daughter's body, possess her, Make her Meshuggah, and then Rabbi Shem is going to show up and tell him to leave, and then he's going to be the hero. And that's what happened. So he comes to the king, he says, I could heal your daughter. He walks over and says, okay, Bentmalian tricks over. Bentmalian leaves, she becomes normal. And then the king says, 
you guys could go into my oitzer, take whatever you want, look whatever you want. And they went in there and sure enough they see this. And they saw the other stuff, they saw this. And they saw, Rabbi Yosef says, I saw that it says Kodesh Lashem in one line. What are you telling me? It's up and down, right and left. It's not true. Okay. First, first. Halavai, halavai. But it's, it is there. Of course it's there. Of course it's there. How do you know it's not there? Nachman was there. He didn't see it. <laughs> All right. This is the Maisa. Today I didn't have to make up a Maisa. I found it right in the Gemara. Says the Gemara, so why don't I learn from the tzitz? The bottom line is, this is two two heads boys, not a full tefach. Says the Gemara, this is more of a tachshit, of jewelry. It's not a real kli. This is a kli. This is a vessel. This is something the kind of wears. It's like a, like a necklace. Tachshit. of mezer. Zer is an ornament thing that we have around the, the Mizbeach, which Doyle wanted to buy for me. Good thing they didn't. They almost bought me a $2,000 Mizbeach. Uh, around the, the Shulchan. Here, here, you have this. Like this is an ornate thing. There's ornate a Zer. Now, there's no shear for it. Zer it mashu. It could be less than a finger. Says Gemara, don't include me cleave, don't include me it's not part of the kli. It's not the kli. It's it's something that ornates the kli. So what about this guy? This I, I might have said this is there. This is a mizgeres here. I want to see what the mizgeres looks like on the shulchan if it's by itself. This guy right over here. So now Gemara says it's machloikis. How exactly this mizgeres went? If the mizgeres is down here, and this plank like. This design over here, this plank lays on it. So it's actually part of the shulchan, it's part of the kli. If it's like this, where the zer, the mezgeres, I call the zer, when the mezgeres is on top, like this guy, then it's not, it's not there to, to, to carry a, a load. It's there for beauty. So it's a problem. No, look, it's down here. It's to hold the kapayres. That's great. At the end of the day, if it goes like this, it's only an ornate thing, but it's not to hold anything. The kapayres, for the most part, has measurements and they mentioned we we know how wide it is <coughs> excuse me we know how wide we know how long we just don't know how thick okay for the but for the most part it has measurements so let's learn the capyrus from something that has a measurement that's why i can't learn from here this is chachamim said two fingers zer has zero shear you're supposed to sprinkle the blood of the bull, which we learned in Yuma, on the kapoyas, so towards the kapoyas right here, and it uses the lashon of pnei, the face of. So what's 
What's the face of? The aim pon and pacha is mitefach. A human face is no less than one tefach. You do this? I could tell you my favorite joke now, but I'm not going to say it. I'm worried that maybe the guy that almost beat me up for saying the joke is listening. So, daf heimot beis. Ve'emo ka'ape de baryuchni. Baryuchni we also had in the end of Yuma. Baryuchni is a giant bird who laid an egg and buried with its drowned 60 cities. We discussed it. Is it a guzma? Sometimes shomaleichem. Sometimes the... Uh, the Gemara uses it as a guzma. Sometimes it, it's a, just a reference. Like we said, somebody was masber with a drop of ink, he wiped out 60 cities. Meaning he wrote something and that, and that was able to wipe. It was xera, just a signature. So over here also, whatever it means. But maybe it's the giant face of a giant animal. I don't know, a blue whale. Who told you that's not the face of the blue whale? Or an, an elephant. The fast will relate to fasto. So once again, we, we have that you saw it. If you have two measurements, grab the, 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 the smaller measure. Oh, you want to grab the smaller measurement? By the way, we just turned to the payment base sponsored by the MD White Hillen Group. All those who need Shaduchim, Rafu, and Yeshua, it's a group. You know, those constant groups, people are constantly doing Tillim. They go around the clock, around the Tillim, they finish, and they keep on giving out Tillim to people. So please join Tillim.8mindav.com. Veimo, Kavitzparto. Well, there's very small creatures out there. We're talking about, uh, I never saw a picture. I should have looked it up. Somebody said that he has hummingbirds in his backyard. He's never seen the egg of a, we're talking about the eggs of a, oh, where's the face of a, I saw a hummingbird once that was the size of like a bumblebee, literally, like this, a a large bumblebee, tiny, tiny bird. So maybe it's the face of of a tiny bird. No, he actually has Shava. Over here, by the Aaron and the Kaparis, it says the word Pnei. The face of Yitzchak. A human being has at least a tefach in his face. Maybe it's the face of a, of a malach, someone that, that, that resides up there in the heaven. Obviously, it's much larger than our faces. Once again, tafasta meruva le tafasta tafasta muot tafasta. The Gemara wants to ingrain it in us. Don't try to chop. All I remember, I remember once seeing this video, a true video, like there was a radio station that let a guy go into a bank and grab as much money as he wants, like for a minute. And he's grabbed, but half of his money started, like he's grabbing so much, half of it fell to the floor. It's funny to watch. Like you just chop, think what you're taking, how to take it, and then you'll be matzliach. Vinelev mikruv dechsiv. These guys right here, the Kruvim. Now, the Kruvim are only 10 Tfachim tall. How big is a human being? A lot more than 10 Tfachim. So if the Kruv is 10 Tfachim tall, that means his face is smaller than a human face. So maybe you should learn from the face of a, of a Kruv that's less than a Tevach. Who told you to learn from the face of Yitzchak and say that's a Tevach? It's not true. Yeah, it might be, not, it's not, maybe it's not very proportionate, but nevertheless, their face, the face of the Kruvim, had a Tevach on it. You're right. Instead of Rav Huna running all the way to Yitzchak in Bereshis, he's going right here to the Parsha. We're talking about a Kapiris. How thick is the Kapiris? The size of the face of the Kruvim that lay on top of the Kapiris. There's no reason to go to another Pasuk. 
the, the krub is a tefach, so therefore the kapiris, the thickness of the kapiris is a tefach. Umay krub. Now let's just talk about for a second, what's this krub? What does it mean, krub? It's like a child. Oh, mamish, Mark Ashkenazi is mechavin. He sponsored today's share for all the children that are learning the daf. Even those who started from beginning of Shas, like Akiva Solway, and Eli, and who else? Where is he? Got to go to school. Does it count? We, we count half. Yeah, you're in charge of the trip, so it counts. Counts. Fine. There, oh, how you doing, Mark? I just saw him on the screen. They put him on the screen for a second. Okay. Anyways, so we're talking about children here. Karavio. The kruv looks like a child. She came bevavel. Currently, nukel ravio. You just take off the kuf, the chaf, and you have ravio. One of them looked like a kruv. What? A child is not a human. Some children are not, but b'derek klal, children are human beings, and they, you know, what I'm talking about those behavior, whatever. <laughs> that guy's a tzaddik. Uh, so one of them looks like a human, one of them does not look like a human, looks like a crew. So what's going on here? So it can't be that crew means human. We used to think that crew looked like pigeons, no? Like, uh, why, why did I have that in my mind? Somewhere, I don't know. No, crew is a child. And Adam means an adult. One looked like a child, one looked like an adult. No, we said that when Klai Yisrael was behaving nicely, then they embraced. Yeah, but, okay. mm. They didn't just face each other, they, they hugged, they embraced. If you're learning from the Kruvim, from these guys, so how do we know we, we discussed that the schach needs to be above ten tefachim. And if, if it's a millimeter below ten tefachim, it's already dirisrucho, etc. But how do we know? If we're going to learn from the kruvim, the kruvim, the top, on top it's ten tefachim. Not underneath, with the wings. With everything it's ten tefachim. So by us also, with the schach, it should be ten tefachim. And it's a bomb kasha. We don't know that. We can't answer it. It's amazing, I think, that we're just a few days before Tishabov and we're discussing these things, the Beis Hamikdash and Beis Lomim. Beis Lomim, the house that lasts forever, meaning the Beis Hamikdash. Beis Lomim Gomar, the Chsiv, Vabais Ashabona Amel Shleim El Hashem, Shishim Ama Arkoi, Vesim Rochboi, Ushloishim Ama Kamasai. How tall was it? 30 Ama, about 60 feet. Uchsiv, the Kruvim in Shloim's base, I mean, this is the first one, were 10 Amma tall. The Kruvim by Shloim Melech, they stood on the, on the ground, they weren't on top of the Aron, and they were one third the height of the entire Beis Amigdosh. The height was 30, and they stood, there were 10. So Mamela and Baishani also the same exact thing in terms of the proportion. Mishkanami, Kruvim, Mishlisha Baisim, Oimdim. Mishkan Kamahavi, how tall was the Mishkan? Eser Amois. 
It was ten amo. How much is ten amo? Each amo is made out of six tvachim. So ten times six is how much? Sixty. Shitin pushchei. How much is a third of sixty? Esrim pushchei. Twenty. Now we take off the ten tfachim of the aroin. The top is twenty. But if you remove ten of the base, so you left ten for the kruvim. Okay. If we didn't have the exact model, then we would have this picture, which is also very nice. This is the kapars that we're talking about. Okay. The whole thing, eight tons. Make the chesh, you'll see. It comes out. I also didn't believe it. I started doing the math, and that's what it came out. So the, the wings, these wings are above the kapayers. How much? Since the Torah uses the word lemala, it's above the ten tvachim. So, in other words, the gap, the the inside. When you're inside the sukkah, you have a ten ten tvachim. Who told you that their wings were above their head? Maybe their wings were with the head. It says lemala. It's a little bit above. Maybe it's way above. So they discuss, how come over here we don't say tefasim, the tefasim, we have maybe a better answer. Rabbi Yashif says, I saw another answer. Mi'chsiv, lemala, lemala. Doesn't say lemala, if it would say lemala, lemala, you're right, it's a lot. But the fact is that it says lemala, we have to, we have a better answer than tefasim, because lemala means exactly, directly right above. Honicha, There's three measurements in Amas. There's the five, the six, and the six and a finger. So <laughs> if you say, like Rameir, until now we're talking about that every ama is six. So how much is one and a half ama? One ama is six. How much is a half ama? Three. Three plus six is nine. So this, we said the Aran is nine, plus one tefach of the kapiris is a total of ten. That's great if you say that an ama is six. But if you say, Rashi just points out real quickly because it's already eight o'clock that if you look at them as beach, you see chaval we don't have them as Everything is six tefachim, but within the mizbech itself, the blue areas are the five tefachim measurements. This is the yisoid, the base. This is the soivev where the kohen walks. That's only five, it's an arm of five, and the actual keren, it's. Six tfachim tall, it's an ama tall, but it's only five tfachim, it's an ama five tfachim wide. And then Rashi brings also that this, the, the Mizbech HaPnimi, or we call the Mizbech HaZov, Mizbech HaTayres, is also made out of five tfachim ama. El shal shisha tfachim, chamisha, we're talking about a five ama, tfa, uh, uh, ama that's made out of five tfachim, ma'yikilim meymar. So look at this real quickly. I just, my, uh, I have to speak to the tech guy. 
I couldn't draw anymore on my computer, so I did it by hand. But it comes out that if Amma is five Tfachim, so five times one and a half is seven and a half Tfachim. So seven and a half plus the Kaparis, which is one, equals eight and a half. We have a total height of 20 from top to bottom. If you take eight and a half out of 20, what are you left with? 11 and a half. So it comes out that the Kruvim are 11 and a half Tfachim, not 10. So maybe a sukkah should be, schach has to be at least 11 and a half Tfachim. So now you left for the Kruvim 11 and a half. It's not a puzzle. And tomorrow we're going to learn this a lot deeper. Shiurim, all Shiurim, Revias, Kizayis, Chatzitin, Chatzitin that we're going to learn tomorrow. That you go to mikvah, you can't have a chatzitzah on your skin. Umechitzin, all the mechitzas of Sukkah, Shabbos, halacha, lemoshe, mesinai. Have a wonderful day. Good morning, how are you, Yaakov?